0: are the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'd like to eat that. Yeah. Well then, welcome back to the Dumpster Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Langley, with the talent of
1: talent Yeah, That's like a, uh, a tongue twister if you think it about is. it. Yeah, say that three times fast. Yeah, that's what I thought. But anyway, guys, do it. we are currently sitting in Nathan's car right now, recording this podcast, and this is actually like the third try because Nathan's phone keeps cutting off the recording. So, I mean, we haven't gotten like full podcasts. We've gotten like one minute in, and then it just turns off for some reason. Kind of right. like, kind of like you do a lot of times when I hear you talk. It's like it just like just turns me off. Just brain dies. Everything dies. It- no, I'm going to grab a piece of gum if you don't mind. Nathan, do not. I rebel where from that. Is it at? Where is my gum at? Nathan, you didn't come prepared. We All we ask is for professionalism on this podcast, and you don't even know where the gum is. Professionalism in the workplace.
0: <laughs> but no, what are we going to talk about? <sighs> we, maybe, we maybe should have discussed that beforehand. Yeah, we, we were going to. And then we didn't. And then I just started it. No, cuz we were actually talking about what what are we going to talk about? Then I just press play. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. Let's so figure it out right quick. Kind of flying into this like a monkey with my head cut off.
0: <laughs> like a monkey oh. with a chicken's head.
1: True. Um Where is my gum? Nathan, get the gum. Guys, um Captain's Log number 50. We've currently been in this car for 40 days. We're run completely out of rations. I have no water left. I'm currently down to my last cup of Dr. Pepper. And Nathan is starting to look a lot like a chicken leg. Please send help. If this is the last podcast you hear from us, then this might be the last day. What are you talking about? Nathan, where's the gum? Show me the gum. I don't gum. know where show, the gum is. Show
0: me the gum, Nathan. Oh, my word. Where, where is my gum? I have like five <laughs> pieces left. Darn it. Bro, ordered a Sprite. They gave me clown juice. <laughs> oh,
1: dad joke. That's word.
0: our dad joke of the episode, guys. Guys, I'm not even a dad Okay, yet. what
1: are we going to talk about? Nathan, I don't know. I am Shoot. stalling for time right now, no, and you like, have not figured out anything. No, why do you expect me to come up with the ideas, Nathan? I'm the words guy. This
0: is this is a group effort, <laughs> Noah. We're both the words guy. We're on a
1: podcast. Look, Nathan, you got to work with me here, okay? <laughs> right now, I'm I'm seeing a lot of one-dimensional stuff going on. You need to help me out right now, okay?
0: Okay, so here's how this works, Noah. Yeah. There's this thing called a brain that yeah. most people have. What's that? you got to access that brain and you got to give me an idea because i'm tired
1: i'm actually one of the 0.01% of humans on this earth that weren't born with a brain that weren't yes
0: that's improper grammar that wasn't
1: exactly uh, <laughs> um okay okay so. real quick While Nathan tries to get his act together over here. (laughs) What? In one of our former podcasts, I talked about some statistics. Basically saying that one out of every five people in the world are Chinese. And that is true. But, what I forgot to share with you was a second statistic. Apparently, in America, one out of every three people... Is morbidly obese. Facts. Okay? So, look to the person on your right. If he's not fat, look to the person on your left. He's also not fat. I only see one person left. And that person is you. You are morbidly obese. Got some bad news fat. for you. And fat. Eat a salad. I mean, really. That's all you have to do.
0: Dude, I used to be um very um illiterate on nutrition. True. Still mostly am. But I used to I used to think that like I didn't think about the nutrient versus um like caloric density. Yeah. Like nutrient density versus caloric density. True. Because that's what it comes down to. It's like you have a certain amount of calories of, of something and like that the, the of those calories, it has a certain amount of, like, usable energy that your body needs. Right, Whenever and then the rest is discarded, or you know, turned into fat.
1: Um, sure. I mean, really, what fat is? It's storage. Your body is saving it for later, but because we live in a first world country, we often don't need it for later, so it just kind of sticks around. Exactly. So, but that that mostly gets to overeating, though. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're taking in more energy than you need. Exactly. And, I mean, also a fun
0: fact, um, when you're sleeping, you, bur- you burn around 100 calories. I mean, and, like, you know, typically on a regular day, you're going to burn about 100 calories per hour. That's insane. So, that's 2,400 calories in a day. Yeah. Now, what is the recommended calorie diet in the U.S.? Ooh. 2,000. That's 400 short of what you burn in a day. Mm. Meaning, the reason they say that is because they want you to be on a diet of not consuming as much food as your body needs to maintain its current weight. Wow. They're trying to get people to lose weight. Exactly. Because we're fat.
1: Yes. Morbidly obese. Comprende? Which honestly, oh man... Like, this is actually a sad thing for me. When I see... Now, some people legitimately have, like, disabilities or something that make it very, very difficult for them to lose weight and very, very easy to gain it. And I really feel for those people. But something that makes me sad and slash angry is when I see, like, a couple of parents who themselves are overweight. And you see their child who is also very overweight and you can tell it's just because of eating like it makes me so sad because I realize they're gonna grow up just like way overeating and grow up fat and they're gonna have to deal with that for like their whole life because that's not something that just goes away quickly well I mean it is a personal choice it's it's a daily choice but at that point you're influenced so much by your parents I mean some like I don't know seven eight year old kid isn't gonna be like Mom, I think I'm fat. I want to go on a diet. Well, I mean not when you're younger, but I mean when you get older, you, you know, you think for yourself. But that's what I'm saying. Like at that point, you have kind of taken in all that and it it's a lot harder to lose the weight than it is to gain it. Because like I myself, I used to weigh a lot more than I do now. And I can say like the first little bit of trying to lose weight goes very quickly and you start to feel very good about it. But after you lose maybe 10 pounds, it goes very slowly and you just start to kind of lose hope that anything's going to happen because of how slowly the process goes. And it just seems like nothing's happening.
0: And I mean, a lot of it is that, you know, it isn't about just simply, you know, burning. It isn't about just simply consuming less calories than your body burns in, in a 24 hour period. Because, believe it or not, if you consume, if you consume a bunch of calories at one time, your body will burn those more slowly than if you consume small amounts at different times, more spread out. Yeah. So it's going to burn it faster, and then it'll burn some of the fat on your, that you you already have. Right. Because you're still, you're not, because basically what that is is like a starter, like you're not eating enough right then. Your body needs more food, right, than than you're giving it. hmm So, it's better to eat um, less at a given time and then, you know, spread it out. Yeah. Why are we giving nutrition advice? I
1: don't know. I mean, that, do you want to make a nutrition episode? I mean, that's kind of the way this one's headed. I say, I mean, we've already started. Kind of. I don't know, but that, I don't know, it just rubs me the wrong way to see parents kind of setting their child on the path to being obese.
0: Well, and I mean, what I'll say about that is when you're young, I mean even when you're younger, like you think for yourself, you know. Like you can be you, you can be more easily influenced when you're like, you know, 7 or 8, but like when you get older, you start thinking for yourself and like it's not on the parents anymore. It's like no. if you're if you're still fat, like it's your fault.
1: But at that yeah. point, like it's a big lifestyle thing too. Cuz like if you grow up doing a certain thing you know you have a routine you have a way you live then it's not going to be natural per se to change that not saying it doesn't happen it does for a lot of people but i say for the majority of those people they just it's easier for them to keep doing what they've been doing even though it makes their entire life harder in the moment the food tastes really good and they just want to keep doing it and so, first world country problems. <laughs> bro, legit actually. Like when my uh when my sister went to South Africa. She she's been to South and West Africa. She um and she's not like a big person, but over there if you have like any meat on your bones like at all, they'll straight up tell you. But it's not an insult. They mean it as like a big compliment because nobody over there is that way cuz they don't have much food. And so, when they see somebody who's got a good bit of meat on their bones, they can tell you've been eating. They mean it as a compliment. Basically saying, like, oh, you're a wealthy person or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, that is a big first world problem. right oh, dude. Bro, and freaking Russia, poverty town. <laughs> dude, poverty town. <laughs> dude. What if we made a town? Like, me and you co-owners of a town and we call it poverty town where basically we force all of the people in our town to do jobs that we assign them to and everybody gets the same amount of wage but it's like really low wage and then all of the profits go to us who have a really good wage <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call it uh, communism, t- communism, dude. You just
0: described communism. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's totally different, dude. Very nice, very nice. See what you did. There? Oh, man, guys. Right, Vladimir Putin is currently on his way to our location. He's gonna, destroy dude. I had, a, us. I had a talk with, um. Vladdy Daddy. You did? Vladdy Daddy? On on Twitter. Oh, my word. The real Vladdy Daddy. The
0: real Vladdy Daddy. What'd he say? Um, We just basically talked
1: politics Mm -hmm. about Biden. Did you change his mind on anything? We were in agreement that, you know, Biden's kind of, you know. You know. You know. We're we're all thinking the same thing. I I see what you're saying, honestly. And on that topic, do you think... You could take Vladimir Putin in a fight. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> that
0: is that's actually a really tough one. Yeah, because I mean,
1: Vladdy Daddy is like. Have you seen the stuff that that guy does? Dude, the man's like a insane, like black belt and stuff, and like not basketball. even that.
0: Okay, okay, here I'm gonna give you guys a rundown. Wasn't he like a trained assassin at one point? Yeah, in the KGB. <laughs> no, he, no, for like 12 years. Yeah. He was like the top assassin guy in the KGB. Or uh, a top, top secret agent or whatever, which probably included assassin. Probably he's killed, he's probably killed like 100 people, if not more. Oh yeah, Like Easily. with his bare hands. Yes. Like with his, with a bare hand, he's choked them against a wall, just like... When He just, like, goes up to them, and he just, like, squeezes at their neck one time, and it just breaks everyone in their neck, and they
1: just instantly die. Now, ultimately, I think fighting Vladimir Putin is a game of rock, paper, scissors, if you think about it. How so? Well, you see, I am paper. Vladimir Putin is scissors. Okay. But, if I have a gun... Then that's your rock. I become rock. King me. He's dead. Checkmate. Exactly. Okay. That's I valid. become the new leader of Russia. That's valid. That's honestly, like, that's like that um scene in Indiana Jones where the dude like pulls out his swords doing all this crazy stuff and then Indiana Jones just like pulls out a pistol and shoots him. Dude, they added Indiana Jones to Fortnite.
0: Sheesh. Dude. But dude, something so funny to me. What? Harrison Ford, the guy's a legend. Like, yes. like the he cares so much about Indiana Jones. Doesn't care one bit about Han Solo. Yeah. At all. And Han Solo, like, so many more people know him for Han Solo than Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like it's so much bigger of a universe than Indiana Jones.
1: Okay. Kind of on that topic, I have a cool story. So, there's this guy one time who um really wanted to be an actor and like he's felt he felt like he was pretty good at it. But he tried he went and tried to be an actor, just couldn't get any big breaks or anything. And so eventually, can't really do anything. He finally goes to like an agent, you know, tried to help you get into the um big acting scene. And he basically takes one look at him, sees what he can do. And straight up tells this guy, says, you have no talent, you'll never make it in the acting world. Feel that? Honestly, yeah. (laughs) And so, this guy, feeling very defeated, just leaves and becomes a carpenter. Except he knows nothing about carpentry. his name is Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, No. Anyway, continue. But no, this man knows nothing about carpentry, but he becomes a carpenter. And actually becomes, like, a very well-known carpenter in the area. Like, a lot of people get him to do it. Except he doesn't know how to do anything. They said he many, many times on the work site, you could see him with, like, a hammer in one hand and a book on how to do carpentry in the other hand as he works. Like, just, like, trying to figure out how things work. And so, he does all that just to say that, like, all this goes by, well, another dude who really believed in his acting talent tells him, he said, look, I got this, um, great opportunity, they're not looking for people to act, but they need an ex, or they need somebody to read lines for a specific character, because they're low on people to go out there and try out for this, posi- for all the, uh, parts in this play or whatever movie, and, um... So he's reluctant, because at this point he's given up on his dream, but he decides, okay, fine, I'll go out there, and he goes there, and at this point, this dude is fed up, he's not happy, because he's not even there to act, he's just there to read lines, the director told him so, he was like, look, you have no chance of doing anything here, all I needed to do is read these lines, you can do it monotone, I don't care, just read the lines, and it said he um, didn't try to act or anything, so he just read the lines and just kind of did what he wanted. They, his, like, stubborn sort of um, personality kind of showed through as he was reading the lines. And the director saw that and was like, that's exactly what I need for my movie, like, for a specific part. So he tells this dude this. He goes on to do the movie. That man was Harrison Ford. And the part was for Han Solo.
0: That's crazy. Like,
1: if he had not gotten that part for Han Solo, we would never have seen Harrison Ford. In a movie. Dude, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I mean...
0: Yeah. But it's it's just always funny to me. Because, like, he literally hates that he was ever part of Star Wars. (laughs) He, like, just, he hates the entire
1: universe. Dude, and there's a lot of stuff like that. Like, there's another guy... Who, um, he basically got, I'm going to cut a really long story short. This guy gets caught for dealing drugs, goes to prison, and he had always been kind of a funny guy, and so his way of dealing with, um, being in prison was just to basically become the comedian in his prison, and he realized that it was really hard to get these tough inmates to laugh at stuff in prison, as you might think. And so this guy gets so good at being a comedian and doing stuff, he can get anybody in the prison to laugh at his jokes. Like, he becomes a super good comedian. He finally gets out of prison. I can't remember how long, but it was a good long sentence. This man gets out of prison, stops drinking, because he was an alcoholic. He stops drinking altogether, cleans up his life, and goes on to do movies. That man was Tim Allen. Crazy. Dude. Like, actually crazy. Dude. But I forgot about Tim Allen. I love stuff like that. Like, you see, like, random stories. Like, you would have never looked at Tim Allen and think, oh, that man, like, he he's the way he is because he was in prison for so many years.
0: Yeah, that is crazy, dude. But, like, honestly, I think prison is kind of... It's kind of exaggerated... What do you mean? Like, I haven't been there, but from what I hear, it's like, it's, it's like not as bad as, as movies depict it. Ah. I, I really feel like, I, I mean, honestly, it depends on the prison that's and that's it a depends, big thing. and it depends on, you know, obviously the people in it. Like if you do a worse crime, you're going to probably be with worse inmates that also did bad crimes. But if it's like, I feel like a lot of prisons, it's like you make a mistake, like, you know, tax fraud, stuff like that. It's like you get thrown in for a few years, you know. You're there with, with other people that have done similar things. You know, you're not all terrible people. You're, you're. It's not all like, you know, you drop the soap, you're, you're you know, mm. you're, you're done. <laughs> it's not, I feel like it's not all that way. Yeah, I think, I feel like it's more just, you know, leave me alone, let me, let me serve my time, and then I'll get out.
1: Yeah, I think I hit the nail right on the head there. Because I've seen, there's a guy on YouTube I watch, I forget his name, but he was... In like maximum security prison for a long time, he was a big jewel thief when he was young and got caught after a bunch of different crimes and So now he's on YouTube telling his you stories about it, and you know advocating for- not doing the things he did and um but he tells stories like he said he went to a lot of different prisons like you if you go have a long sentence, you get transferred to a lot of different prisons. He said he could he could tell if a prison was going to be easy or not the second he stepped into it. He said if people were wearing like flip-flops or slides or anything, he said, "You know, we're not no, we're going to have a good time in here. It's going to be all right." But he said if you go in there and you see people wearing boots and stuff, you know, this is a messed up place and you need to watch your back cuz things can go down at like any point. So like he's watched like as he's in his cell as people just get shanked and stuff and nobody cares like and like stuff like that goes down he's talked about how um like people people get killed for just like looking at someone the wrong way because the law of the prisons he was in because like you said the worst crime you do the higher security prisons you're in so, with the,
0: with other people that have done the same, same similar things. Right.
1: So this guy, he didn't have a life sentence, but I think he had like 30, 40 some plus years of a sentence. What? So he had a lot of time, but a lot of the people that was in his prison were life sentence people. So these guys don't care. You know, they could as long as what they do doesn't end up end them up on death row, they don't care cuz it it's just going to land them in the same place they're in now. So these are people who don't care. Their whole life is prison. Prison is their home. And so they will... Like I said, you look at somebody the wrong way, you're getting shanked. You know, somebody... You know, you make enemies with the wrong person, you're going to be, be found dead in the morning. Like, I heard him tell one story. Apparently, if you put water and oil in a bowl, boil it in the um, microwave, and then throw it on somebody as a weapon... It's, like, one of the most excruciating ways to, like, um, hurt somebody in prison, like, ever. (laughs) As their, like, skin melts off their body. Nice. So, yeah. Honestly, prison is... I'd say prison is more... more graphic and dangerous than a lot of things projected to be in certain situations. I feel yeah. like
0: I feel like it's a spectrum and I feel like it's always portrayed the same way in movies and yeah. shows. Is I think I feel like it, it's on a very much lower spectrum than what they portray, but also in a much higher spectrum as well. I think it depends on you know what prison you're in. Mm-hmm. What crime it was for because that determines you know vastly the other people you're with, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously they, they don't have like one prison for jewel thieves, but right. like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, you know, you're going to keep people who are like them being alive is a threat to other people. You're going to keep them with other people that are threats to existence. Yeah.
1: But with all that said, with all of that said, and it was a lot said, It was a little bit sad. I mean, it was sad. A few good stories towards
0: the end. We took a while to get into it. Talked about nutrition.
1: We did. We talked about nutrition. Which was a waste of
0: time, because neither of us should be giving nutrition advice. No.
1: And we talked about Tim Allen, Harrison Ford. We did. And then we talked about prisons. 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 So, yeah. I mean, it's all right, but I feel like we could do better. Yeah. I mean, I typically feel that way. Yeah. So, I
0: mean... It's 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 typically below par. Yeah. So wait, really? If something is typically below par, that would put it at par. Is it not par? Hey,
1: we're now, typically par. You are getting somewhere now. Let's go. Now. If we if we set the bar so low that just by standing up, our heads are above it, we're good. That's facts. And with that, we're gonna salute.
0: Salute. We're gonna see you next week. Maybe. Probably. Or probably. Maybe not. And you're going to look forward to it because you do.
1: You will. So set your notifications on. Hit that little bell. Give those three little silly digits on the back of your credit card number. And with that being said. Salute. Salute. (laughs) Salute.
0: (inaudible) He's nuts.
1: Got Got him. Got him. him. Ah. Ah.